our desires to grow through these conversations and not just. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah. Committed to show up and to grow. Yeah. If, and that's authenticity for if us. Our, all our relationships had that, I feel like the world would be a different place. Conversations are the lifeblood of community. They require effort, patience, intentionality, and vulnerability. They are a space to express what you appreciate and what you do not. Here, we embrace the freedom to genuinely express yourself, which grows our relationship stronger. With every exchange, the power of dialogue builds something that will endure, and we will be here for one another at the end of each one. We are Drexel and Jonna King, and thanks for joining this conversation. Welcome back to another episode of King and Co Conversations. Thanks and for joining us. What are we talking about this episode? <laughs> well, we thought it'd be fun to talk about something we're really, really passionate about, and it's the idea of encouraging authenticity. Okay, and what does that mean? <laughs> authenticity. Well, I would say I'll give you my kind of gist of it first, but I would say that it means showing up with our full selves and then being able to feel safe, encouraged, and real in the spaces that we surround ourselves in. Awesome. What about you? I think the same thing. I think we've been uh, fighting for and protecting our ability to turn to uh, show up in the space that we're in and bring our full selves. And that includes everything, that we have multiple kids, mixed-race couple, prior military. Indefinitely. And I think something that we... Christian. ...have started from the beginning was in our marriage. So we hope our... So we'll talk about our marriage authenticity in our marriage. We'll talk about authenticity in our home. How do we hope that overflows from our marriage into our home? And then how do we hope it overflows from our home into the relationships outside community. of that? Community. Church, work. Church, anything outside of that. Okay, marriage. All right. Authenticity. How did we start early on encouraging authenticity in our marriage? Did we talk about this in the podcast? How we started with the idea of uh, marriage. Like we're we're dating for marriage and not for anything else. Did we talk about that? Yeah, we talked about kind of our story. I don't think we fully went into. Yeah, I think we did. I think we covered it. Um, dating for God. Did we talk about that? Yes, honey. I think you did tell the gist of our story. Courting courtship. Universe. We talked about courtship. <laughs> yes. Dang. We did. But I think something that we did early on was... Um, we didn't talk about courtship gone wrong, though. No, but we also didn't feel some, like it. Some people... Uh, I feel like some people take it too far. Okay. Well, you're, we'll have to have another episode for dating for marriage or how we're going to teach our children to approach dating. Yeah. 
because we do have a 12 and 10 year old, almost 13 and 10, 11. And we talk about that side. Yeah. yeah. They're not close to marriage though. No. <laughs> I mean, we got oh, time. Honey, but we do talk with our boys. We don't <laughs> stuff it under a rock. Marriage. Marriage. So, go back. Do you feel like there was something we did early on to encourage authenticity or was it just something that we said, hey, we're always going to show up and be honest? That's a good question. What did we do? It's 14 years ago. <laughs> we're babies. You are the worst. Okay, Drexel. Yeah, look at my podcast notes. I think something that I look back on and is pretty funny is even when we tried to pray together early on oof, and the mess that sometimes it was. I mean, I and I, I put that in my notes. Like we, sometimes we'd pray and we'd say, I would say, is he seriously saying this in a prayer right now? <laughs> like, he's talking about me. <clears throat> but it was the best because oh, we didn't often Lord, know how to communicate. To better, <laughs> and, we, and we did. <laughs> Wait, is this now or when we first got married? Wow! Oh. oh gosh! And so I do think it was just funny. I think it was just early on. We were trying to show up, pray for one another, um, and even when we failed, there was this sense of we're committed. And, and I think that's the theme of our conversations. Hey, we might mess up some of these conversations. We might say something, and we're, we may not go back and every, every little word out, or we may not say something. We may say something that rubs some of our viewers the wrong ways. Um, but we want to be committed to show up in this space, and we don't expect you all to commit to us, but we hope that you know um, our desire is to grow through these conversations and not just. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah. Committed to show up and to grow. Yeah. If, That's authenticity for us. Our, all our relationships had that, I feel like the world would be a different place. For sure. Committed to show up and to grow, mm -hmm. especially in marriage. When people enter these contract type marriages where it's, Here's what I'm going to bring to the relationship. Here's what you're going to bring. We agreed upon this. If you don't and, do and that. And that's it. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. But that's not a, that there right there is not a commitment to show up and grow. For sure. Because that's a commitment to stay the same and meet my expectations. Exactly. And as long as those things are there, then we can, we can continue. Yeah. That's a conditional relationship right there exactly and that's how that describes a lot of our friendships unfortunately but unfortunately unfortunately like you said it describes a lot of what we see mid-30s the divorce rate and just people get into this place in their life where it's not the same when it's got married and so even as we grow in marriage and we change as middle age now married it's hey are we Showing up in our marriage as who we expect the other person to want and prefer, or is it who mm. we are in this season? Mm. And I know you've wrote about this on your on the blog, but I think it's even we've had different healing seasons and different. I mean, lots of babies and war, and a lot of 
cultural things, and it's can we come back to one another and be our like legitimate war? Is that what you're referencing? You going to war? Yeah, <laughs> not warring between each other. No, oh man, no. But you going to war and yeah. coming back alive? Oh, praise God. Yeah. So, in in all of those highs and lows, I think it was. Hey, this might not feel good right now, and I think that would also be a, a, probably a deeper topic too on commitment in marriage, but um, or you know, marriage for the long haul kind of episode. But I think the authenticity part of it is this might not feel good right now. This is something I haven't figured out, but I'm still going to show up. It doesn't always have to be rosy. So it starts in our marriage, I think. Yeah. Uh, And it's uh, in marriage. I think it's not only a commitment for you to show up and grow, but it's also a commitment for the other person to allow space for that person to show up and grow. <laughs> for sure. That's an important piece. Do you have a practical? Um, well, I think um, as we're growing, you know, the pace at which I want you to grow. For sure. Or the speed at which you need to understand and grow mm-hmm. may be different from what you're ready for. Yeah. I mean, I think us getting out the military was one of those things for us where I was ready to get out. Mm -hmm. We had a few kids, four at the time. To be five. And to me, I, you know, I don't know know too many large families. I mean, I know a couple. I know a couple of large families in the military. Um, But the infantry is just a, it's just a beast. Um, And to parent in that uh, industry, if you will, man, it would be extremely difficult to be a present and engaged father. Our family would look different, different. And we may not have as many as we have today. Like, I mean, our life just would be so different. Who knows what God would have for us in that. Um, do you have anything else on marriage? So I think the space for you who kind of disagreed at the time because the military was also very like there's a there's a bit of security blanket there and I'm resistant to change naturally there was a tight knit community I mean that's when we lived on base that was probably the best community we've ever experienced for sure and so uh, so allowing you that space to continue to show up and grow at the speed at which you and the Lord are working. Yeah. Is a commitment as well. Yeah. We learned a lot from that. Probably wasn't our best season, but Yeah, I think right after that we said, or I said, I ain't having no more kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean we moved, got out of the military, we were two weeks postpartum, living in multiple houses, moved to somewhere sight unseen. It was a lot. Yeah, you want to talk about it? Oh, you want to go further? <laughs> authenticity? What does authenticity look like in stress? Oh, man. Yeah, I think you were really patient with me. I just remember being in the house, and I was like, I can't unpack all these boxes. Like, I I cannot. And you were just said one box a day, if that's all it takes. And you don't have to have this done in a week. And I think that was a season of just unlearning 
even the start of unlearning a lot of perfectionism. Um, and I wanted to have a home and I wanted to have it ready. And it was the first place I thought we could, we might live and not move, you know, right away. So I was excited. But I think you were definitely impatient to just say, this is a season and just prioritize what matters. So I, I did feel that was a good season, even settling in with our babies. And I just have a lot of great pictures and memories of settling here in Texas. Definitely. Yeah. I think we could definitely talk about marriage and so many aspects that come with that, but I want to make sure we go on to the overflow of authenticity in our marriage because who sees that in our first sphere? The kids. So if we're striving to be authentic in our marriage, our first prayer is that that will overflow to our kids. And how can we encourage them to be authentic with us, but also their siblings and then people outside of our home as well? What do you think we do? What would you say we do to teach that to our children? Well, I think it first goes back to you need to know who you are in Christ. Uh, I think that has been a foundational element for us. Uh, even when we were young and naive, ignorant, or just foolish, there was, again, that opportunity of growth and to be corrected from the the scriptures, uh, from the Holy Spirit, um, you know, that commitment to praying for one another. um, And I think authentically, again, (laughs) allowing... Uh, space for Christ to come in your space and change you uh, even if it feels uncomfortable. So I think that foundationally is what uh, I mean maybe a glue that kept us together like in in ourself and together as a couple. Oh yeah. So that's a, I feel like people underestimate and don't really put a lot of stock in Christ's ability to change you um, or even the amount with which he needs to change you. Uh, I feel like we are completely, I mean, not completely, but we're different people from when we first met. Yeah, definitely. So I think it's important to legitimately, and that's why I say authentically, to authentically allow Christ to reform, to transform you. Mm Mm-hmm. I think what I hear you saying, and just for, you know, to maybe sum it up, what the listeners might be hearing is at the root of being authentic is our relationship with Christ. And so we seek God first and pray that he's making us authentic and confident in him and our identity in Christ and in the scriptures and all those things. And yeah, I mean, that's, completely true like that is the root of everything and then we pray that's an overflow to our marriage 
and then we pray that's an overflow to our kids. So I didn't, I mean, that's Pastor Drexel. I almost skipped over <laughs> the foundation of Christ, but that's such important. You're right. That's such an important part. Yeah, I would say, um, again, Christ needs to be the foundation because if you have something else, uh, work or even the idea of marriage, you know, I'm married to the idea of you and not necessarily you. Uh, those things, I think, will crumble and die in the face of adversity. Trials, for sure. Multiple kids moving cross country, yeah. postpartum, yeah, new life in a new city, all the things. Yeah. Uh, particularly in the Marine Corps, I think it's such a overwhelming uh, cultural identity in the Marine Corps. And if you aren't uh, careful, if you aren't in Christ, that can take you over. And then we're wondering, like, who are you apart from For sure. the military? I feel like I got pretty sucked in. And it took, like you said earlier, a lot of unlearning yeah. to start identifying who is the real Drexel. <laughs> yeah. Even our past, as far as past experiences, things we've inherited from our parents' marriage, yeah. childhood trauma, those are also things that we're having to unlearn Christian experiences. Yeah, for sure. Unlearn to see who Jesus really is and then who are we? In light of that. In light of, in light of that. For sure. Oh. So definitely. That would need to be a sermon and then that needs to be a marriage. <laughs> so there's so much to Authenticity. that. Yeah, for sure. Authenticity affects everything. And I think that's why we're passionate about it because Sometimes we'll just see this facade. I mean, we struggle with our own facade and we struggle with our own. What does God want me talking about and doing? And how does he want me using my time and talents? And so we imagine, and this is a conversation, again, that we talk about all the time and a conversation we have with other people of um, showing up in the way God has called them to be and wants them to be and mm -hmm. the things he wants them to do. Um, mm -hmm. And in their marriage and all the other things that come with that individual. Yeah. I mean, authenticity should, if if there's a commitment there between you two, that should be a freedom in the marriage to show up and bring who you are and who you think you are. Um, I know a couple of episodes ago we talked about intimacy. You know, Last episode. Um, when it comes to authenticity, I want to be who I am in the self-expression of intimacy. And so if there's a freedom there in the marriage, I can ask the embarrassing question or the thing like, ah, you know, I don't know how she's going to take this or whatever. But there's the freedom to allow space for both of us to grow through and from even that conversation. For sure. 
And it's kind of the word I mentioned at the beginning is the safety. Safety. The freedom is safety. Um, I could say so much more. I think I don't want to take up too much time because I definitely want to talk about the overflow of authenticity. Overflow. Um, from our marriage, from our relationship with Jesus into our marriage and then to our children and then to other relationships. I think you're touching on so much of it. I just am wondering if there's anything practical. I feel like you do a few few things really practical with the kids. But do you? <laughs> Authenticity? <laughs> yes. Jonathan is right now currently being her authentic There's authentic something self. on me. <laughs> By picking her dead skin. It's not dead skin. It's like a cut. <laughs> I'm distracted. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> audience does not need oh, to know that. Uh, yeah, you need to take it. Go ahead. So I think with our kids, a lot of family devotional and time together. And the reason we say time is a priority for our family together, time together, and that we're somewhat protective of it, I say we're pretty protective of it, is because that's how you get to know the people in your family. And so if we're out of the house all the time doing all the things and kind of in what we call the American rat race, that's just so busy. Um, you don't have that time to just see your children and interact with them. And um, I, I would say for us, it's even more children. So we, we have to factor that in how much time each child needs. But the time for them to have with one another, the time for them to have with us. And in the in that, those spaces is when they get to be authentic. It's not we're just having one family dinner or we're just passing by in between things. It's we have this culture of our home of a lot of time together. And I think that does allow them to be authentic because they're making breakfasts together and they're schooling one another. And so we know not everyone has the type of schedule we have homeschoolers, um, flexibility and stuff. But what are some things you would tell people in general to do to connect with their kids in an authentic way rather than just how was your day? Well, I think authenticity as an overflow from the marriage um, begins with, I think we talked about this, the oneness. <laughs> we did. One between us. I mean... I feel like our our kids would see a lack of oneness first in us um, being on the same page, just generally enjoying one another, vibing. I think you'd be able to tell on this podcast, are these two awkward people like roughing it through this message or are they, can you feel like the vibe between them? <laughs> I mean, legitimately. For sure. You'll probably be able to Sometimes tell. Sometimes you'll feel like a tired vibe. You, you know, <laughs> tired vibe. Did they just got in an argument and they're still like posting or podcasting oh, yeah. vibe, you know? So I think um, the oneness as an overflow looks like us uh, kind of communicating pretty transparently where we're at. With them. With them. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. With them. And if we are off, um, we can explain. Hey, mommy, and usually, usually we we talk it out, uh, and we kind of like 
shut everything down as, as much reconcile, as we can to sure. reconcile. Yeah. Uh, which is sometimes hard, but we're getting faster at it, which is encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, when, you know, when they see us like going back and forth, attitude, are you something? And now they're old enough to be like, oh, you guys are like, you guys seem like you're arguing, <laughs> you know? And we have to explain, like, uh, yeah, we are right now, or but whatever. But I think in in as we come back, the overflow is asking for their forgiveness. For sure. For us being off and working through some things in a way that disrupted, I think, their, or didn't give yeah. the best of impressions or whatever the case. Yeah. Um, I know we have one kid who can, like, catch it a mile away. And he'll say at the most inopportune times, he'll be like, did you and daddy get into a little disagreement? And I'm like, this is not the time. Mm-hmm. But it's hilarious. He can just yeah, spot it. Definitely. So I think, I think the practical application is apologize as a couple to your kids. To your kids. And we Amen. both, you know, here is my role in this. Here is... You know, we both say that. Here is both of our roles in this. Yes. And we apologize to you. Will you guys forgive us? Yeah. Uh, We've forgiven each other, but we want you guys to forgive us as well. Yeah. I think that's, you're really good at touching on the authenticity in trials. I think it's also the joy and the laughter that they see too, where we're just being relaxed and it's not always working and it's not always I mean I am not <laughs> I'm getting better at being a fun mom. Um <laughs> but Drexel's really great at I should say you, honey, I'm like talking in circles, but you're so great at uh just having fun with the kids all the time. And so I think they really value that and that makes them want to have fun with each other. I think that's an overflow of something we do. So it's not just even in a large family, I think a lot of people think, oh, y'all just might, must run your house so strict to get things done all the time. It's like, no, we just have a lot of fun. Um, and I would say people notice that about our kids, that they're joyful. And mm-hmm. I think joy is also an overflow of authenticity um, because you do feel more safe in the space that you're in. So we that's our prayer for our kids, that they feel safe, they feel seen, um, they can make mistakes. We're not demanding perfection. Um, they'll see our mistakes we will all reconcile definitely and yeah we have a wide range of personalities and i think when they see us kind of relating to one another authentically you're bringing your full self i'm bringing my full self and sometimes that rubs yeah up against one another and we had to find that uh balance you know of okay how will we proceed forward as one one for sure uh, which is different from two individuals yeah which is roommates kind of working around each other we like to proceed in unity in unity yeah and so it requires oftentimes willing sacrifice or unwilling <laughs> sacrifice yeah. um, that some parts of us, you know, uh, are not given as much attention as others for the sake of unity. Yeah. Is there an example? 
I mean, I like, this may be a silly one, but I like a breakfast every morning. And I'm tapped out of breakfasts. (laughs) I get up and cook our family most of the time. Kids are getting old enough now, though. Yeah, the kids are helping them. Been cooking us a big breakfast almost every morning. You have. And Jonna eats her little bar over there. <laughs> this gourmet meal that I'm making for breakfast. She's just eating a little store-bought bra- bar. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I think... Uh, so the one or two times that I cook breakfast is... Well, I think, you know, that makes for a slower start to maybe the school day for us. Dishes, pal Oh, up. me giving. Okay, I'm tracking. You know? Mm-hmm. So you're sacrificing something. Yeah, for uh, your... I mean, for example, uh, for me, Sunday nights, you know, we trip typically like to rest, and I like to play and rile the kids up. But that makes for a very hard Monday. Yeah, And so I know on Sundays that I got to, like, chill, help get the kids to bed, so that Monday is a bit easier. Yeah. So just, I mean, those are small examples, but I think still examples of moving forward in unity. And when the kids see that, um, I think they are encouraged with all their personality that we try to let them be them. Yeah. But we still got to move forward as a family in unity. Yeah. And kind of like you said, uh, you know, we can't, it becomes hard because certain kids have certain strengths that you want to rely on. Oh, for sure. And highlight and cater to even. Oftentimes, though, we cannot because that ends up being more convenience and favoritism. Yeah. And we have to allow those other kids to express themselves in other ways yeah. or similar ways. Yeah. I would say a practical way that we try. So, I mean, even when you're talking about bedtimes and building that space for me to be authentic and that you you're in tune with what the kids needs based on what I've communicated to you and and being here of course and then your desire you know for breakfast and so me giving on that like the give and the take um but with the kids I just think of even like family dinners and family covenant dinners and times we're just sitting around and you look around and you see like which kid doesn't want to talk and then you see the kids that are <laughs> just running the whole conversation (laughs) and so making space to say to like exalt the other one almost to feel safe more safe in that conversation because i think he might be being a little bit more quiet because the other kids will just take over and we hear that a lot of time in large families well i was just more quiet so i just kind of stayed in my lane and my parents didn't notice and i don't know i don't think we're perfect at it but i think we do want to be intentional so that our kids feel like they can be their authentic selves and they're not having to be someone else to get the same attention or get the same amount of weight in their in the family that makes sense definitely hey i think that's a good way to end it is authenticity requires intentionality yeah um and again a commitment to show up and grow with one another. Yeah. And I think we didn't even, you know, get to the overflow of authenticity in our relationships, but that will lead us into community, I think. And so that will be a whole nother, another episode on authenticity in our relationships outside the home and and mm-hmm. how we want them to be authentic. And that's a goal we have. 
Definitely. If you like this episode, <laughs> definitely, I think, rate it as many stars as possible. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe, comment, all the things that you can do. Help us out. <laughs> show your support. For sure. And uh, join us on our next one. Thanks for joining us for King & Co. Conversations. Conversations. Thank you. That wraps up another King & Co. Conversation. Like, share, comment, and subscribe so we can have conversations with more people that appreciate being on this journey of community, freedom, and life together.